We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it's January 10th. Unless you're watching on YouTube, then it's still Monday and you're watching this college football game. We'll call it a game. Joined today by my buddy Tim Buell, Tasteful Tides. Tim, what's happening, my friend? Oh, you know, not much. Just sweating some uh, some Monday night NBA action. I got some NHL action going on, and uh, I, I'm pretty glad. I guess I I didn't watch any of the college football games, so I hear that I'm I made the right decision because I guess it's uh, not a very good game. Yeah, it's forty five seven in the third quarter. <laughs> so um, hopefully, everyone's just coming over and hanging out on YouTube now. You know, you can just. <laughs> You could leave that game on, mute it, and um, let us entertain you here for the next, you know, little while because uh, the game's not close. And um, yeah, it, it's something, you know, you, you get these games, and I mean, one team has to win, one team has to lose, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not close, that's for sure. So it's it's not legal for me to bet anything college props or DFS in the state that I live, so I don't follow college sports at all. All I heard was that. TCU didn't belong in the game, and I guess the uh, the haters were correct. <clears throat> I thought it was going to be a closer game. Um, as a Gator, like I know how good Georgia is, but I thought it was going to be closer. I still would have taken Georgia minus eleven, I think it was. But I mean, I live in Florida; I can't bet on that. So I was I mean, I watched the I watched the first half of the game, and I turned it off and watched the movie. Um, so <laughs> you know, and then then we hopped on here. But yeah, we got a nice little seven game NBA slate to break down and talk about here today. Um, yeah, I mean, Monday's slate so far, okay. I mean, hitting some props and that's always good. I was very heavy on the um, point and rebound prop for Randall and, you know, that one, I think he hit it by two. They hit it. So, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's one or two points. It's still, it's all we need <laughs> at the end of the day. Just go over um so and i mean like jalen brunson he hit his like 
point rebound assist prop with just his points. So, I mean, that was that was kind of fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, it's starting off as a okay day. See how it kind of um, ends up. But, I mean, some action going on the NBA. So, we got seven games. We're going to jump right in, get started here. We got Detroit at Philly taking on the 76ers. No line out for this game. I think we're still kind of waiting on some injury news on this inside. Bagley's out. Bogdanovich is out. Duran is out. Cunningham is out still. Livers is questionable. Uh, Joel Embiid is why we don't have a line. He's questionable for this game. Um, we'll see. I don't know if they're necessarily going to need him if he's still not 100%. Excellent spot for him to kind of sit out again. Uh, give me your thoughts here on Detroit. Yeah, so it's you know very much dependent on, on Embiid, even on the Detroit side, but um, I think the first guy I wanna I wanna look at is uh, is Isaiah Stewart. Um, this seems like this would be a good spot for him. Uh, you know, it's not it's, this isn't gonna be like a huge like pace like fast paced game, but uh, it's Philadelphia has the second worst uh, rebounding percentage in basketball, and without Joel B, they're gonna be even worse. So I think this is a really, really good spot for Isaiah Stewart at a at a really, really affordable price tag. And he has power forward center eligibility, which I really like. Um, I guess, is, yeah, Dur- I didn't even realize Jalen Duren's out too. So, yeah, yeah, so this is a real, real good spot for Isaiah Stewart. So, man, he might even, he might even like pop an obstacles tomorrow. He might even be like a cash game play. So, yeah, Isaiah Stewart is uh i didn't even realize Duran was out so yeah isaiah stewart is an unbelievable play bagley's out so yeah stewart's gonna get all all like the center minutes so i think he's an absolute smash play yeah i like stewart a lot um i mean he's gonna highlight this detroit team for me today i mean bogdanovich being out i think in tournaments you could take shots on maybe burks or hayes um but i like them more if Embiid sits um i, I want Embiid to be out those guys, I mean, they might not come off the floor in a game that turns kind of ugly, but I mean, Bay is at 4,600 with Bogdanovich out as well. Um, I mean, he's in line to play really solid minutes. So this game, first game of the night, but off also offers um, some really good value here night before. Um, so don't love Detroit. I hate the rotations, but now, you know, we're missing Bagley. We're missing Bogdanovich, um, missing Duran, like – that that's three guys that have been playing like consistent minutes here recently. So that's a lot of minutes that, you know, kind of go around for these guys. So don't love it, but don't hate it. I, I think that Detroit's a great value today. Um, and I agree. I think Stewart's definitely going to be popping in some optimals today. I think he played yeah, thir- 35 minutes last game. Yep. Yeah. 40, 40 DK points. I mean, that's well within, I mean, that's, he, he might be like the, one of the best point for dollar plays uh, for Tuesday slate. Um, I mean, here we are, the Philadelphia side. It, it's all going to kind of depend on whether or not Embiid plays or not. If Embiid plays, I really don't have a ton of interest in Philadelphia as a whole. Maybe, you know, taking some, like, tournament shots on, like, Trez. Um, if Embiid plays, if Embiid's out, I think you could look at Harrell, and I think you could look at Reed as some value here. I don't know how much Harden I get. I think he absolutely crushes in this spot for as long as this game can stay close. So I think if you're playing Harden, you're probably running it back with like a Hayes and like a Stewart or something along those lines. Um, what are your thoughts here on Philly? 
Yeah, last time, last game out, they they split the center man completely even between Montrez and Paul Reed. So I, I would lean towards Paul Reed. I think that uh, coming, uh, you know, coming off the assuming Paul Reed comes off the bench, I prefer whoever comes off the bench more, just because if they run out with the first unit, their usage is going to drop tremendously. So I, my lean would be to go with Paul Reed if if Joel's out. Uh, Tyrese Maxey got up to 33 minutes last game. Assuming he's kind of pretty much off his minutes limit, like $7,200 seems like a really, really reasonable price tag. Like there is certainly a ceiling at that price. So I think that uh, Harden might be more owned than Maxi, and I think Maxi would make for a really, really interesting tournament pivot, and he gets point guard, shooting guard eligibility, which is really valuable. Yeah, um... I don't hate that. I mean, overall, on the Philadelphia side, we're waiting on Embiid news. You know, if Embiid plays, I don't, I'm going to struggle on the Philly Philly side if Embiid plays. I mean, uh, it's as simple as that. All right, I think to... I think oh, I think Max I think Max is a good tournament play even if Embiid plays. That's just my two cents. No, I mean but, that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean because yeah. he, he probably doesn't come off a court off the court in a blowout either. So right, yeah, that's always a win. Yeah. All right, um, try cleaning off my desk as we're going here and putting stuff on the ground, disappearing off the screen. But it is always fun when you have stuff on your desk and you're trying to work. Thunder at Heat. This game has a two twenty four and a half total. The Heat a four and a half point favorite in this one. On the Miami side of things, Bam is questionable. Haslam is questionable. Hero is questionable. Kyle Lowry is out. Caleb Martin is out. Duncan Robinson is out. And Yurt7 is out. So typical 2022-2023 season for the Miami Heat. And then on the Thunder side of things, I mean, Holgreen is out still. And Robinson Earl is out. And Poku remains out. So, I mean, pretty much the same pieces here for the Thunder. Miami really banged up. I think this is a spot we potentially see Bam sit, especially with Deadman probable in a matchup against the Thunder at home. Um, any interest here in the Thunder? Um, I don't really have a ton of interest in the Thunder. This is not a, a good spot. Um, they don't. They have too many bodies. Their rotations are. They run out too many bodies. Um, at, you know, this is not a good spot for SGA. He's pretty close to matchup proof, but this is just, he's too expensive. So I'm not really that interested in anyone for Oklahoma. Uh, they're just, they play too many guys and their, their rotations are not valuable for DFS purposes. Yeah. Still too healthy. Um, I mean, that's my problem with the thunder is they're just still too healthy. If, we got news like someone would sit, it would potentially open some stuff up. I mean, in large field tournaments, I, I think Jalen or Jalen Williams is someone you could potentially take shots on. But I mean, I think you're going to find better value on this slate. Um, EN, not IN. I don't <laughs> think Jalen, Jalen, Lynn, Lynn, Lynn plays a lot um, at 3,100. Williams at 5K, I think is okay. On the Miami side, I mean, it's really going to depend on Hero and Bam. If these guys are out, Butler's 8,900 against the Thunder. Kind of shorthanded Miami team. Oladipo is 5,300. 
Um, I like those guys a lot in that type of scenario. And then, I mean, Deadman's 3K, if we think he's going to come back and play 20 minutes if Bam sits, I think you have to potentially look at Dwayne Deadman as well. Yeah, I really hope Bam doesn't sit because I really want to play Bam. He's going to absolutely eat in this matchup. So um, I, I'm hoping that I can play Bam. Jimmy Butler, power forward only, pretty valuable position, under 9K in this matchup. Uh, you know, obviously we're waiting on news, but um, Victor Lodipo got 26 minutes last game. He's uh, averaging 31 in his last 10 days. So, I mean, he's he's starting to get up there um, for minutes. So, um, I'm not sure he's going to have too much of a ceiling, but I think he'd be an okay if you, like, landed on him for a last piece type scenario. And yeah. then you're right. Like, obviously, if Bam is out, then it's going to be, like, all the all the all the Dwayne De- Deadman for three K, um, so yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting. Um, they might be a little bit thin on the wings too because Robinson and Martin are out. So don't forget about a guy like Max Cruz too. So, given the size of this slate, um, I if we get the news that Bam is out or Heroes out, we're gonna be playing probably two or three Heat players in our lineups tomorrow. Yep, I um, I agree with that. You know. We're going to have to wait and see kind of thing. But I think the wait and see thing definitely with a 730 game could kind of shape what we're looking at here. Could be, if we get that news early enough, could be some potential good pivots off of the Detroit value in that first game. Um, Tournament-wise, I mean, I think Detroit, the minutes are going to be there for a few of those guys for sure. But Miami is really interesting. If some people sit, if everyone plays, I mean, if Bam plays and Hero plays, I'm out. I have no interest in Miami in that scenario. Um, maybe Bam, but at 9,100, I need him to play the whole game. And I don't know if a full-strength Miami team, if the Thunder keeps this game close in Miami kind of thing. So, Yeah, I, I see that. Charlotte at Toronto, 231.5 total here. The Raptors, a 7.5-point favorite in this one on the Charlotte side. Ubre is still out and Hayward is doubtful. Toronto, I mean, outside of Otto Porter Jr., they're pretty healthy right now. So um, we'll go Charlotte first. What do you like here for the Hornets? Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's definitely going to be um, probably maybe Terry Rozier, um, maybe Plumley. Kind of dep- depends on if Gordon Hayward's in or out, but possibly like PJ Washington or. Um, Jalen McDaniels, but uh, Lamelo I think is too expensive for this matchup. 10K, like yeah, he he could get there, but I highly doubt that I'll be spending 10K on Lamelo Ball tomorrow. So I I think he's a pass. Um, I think it's gonna be some of these like like wing type players like Rozier, PJ Washington, Jalen McDaniels. That's who I'd be looking to because. I really like the other side of this game. So I'm hoping I can find somebody from Charlotte to, to, to play with some of my Toronto pieces. Yeah. I mean, if, if I'm choosing out of ball and Rozier, I think ball has the higher ceiling, but point per dollar, I think Rozier is solid. I think at 6,900 taking that discount is kind of where I end up. Um, they're going to need Mason Plumley to play the minutes. If he could stay out of foul trouble, he's someone that has over 37 fantasy points in four of the last five games. Um, so 
five of the last seven. If he could stay out of foul trouble, I could see Mason Plumley on a DraftKings where you could play multiple centers. Um, FanDuel, I don't know if I get to Mason Plumley today. I also don't know if he's center only, but I would assume that he's center only over there. But that's kind of what I'm looking at for Charlotte. I don't know if this is a spot I play P.J. Washington. I do think P.J. Washington gets really solid minutes because they're going to need his size in this game. The Toronto side, I mean, everyone being healthy kind of stinks. Uh, you know, it, Scotty it does, Barnes but... has been – like he's been on another level here recently. He's shown some big-time ceiling. He's getting a lot of like secondary defensive stats. Like, talk to me about Toronto. You seem way more excited about Toronto than me. I, I am. Well, just because they play such tight rotations. So, I mean, they yeah, are healthy. True. They are healthy, but, I mean, they're they're not like Oklahoma. I mean, these guys play <laughs> 36, 38 minutes every single game. So, if Charlotte can just keep this even somewhat close, these starters are going to be out there for a ton in, in one of the best uh, matchups you could possibly ask for, um, you know, Charlotte is eight, eighth in pace, and and they're one of the worst defensive teams. They're they're uh, fifth worst in the NBA in defensive rating. So I mean, this is like a gold mine for uh, for fantasy points for Toronto. So like I said, though, you know you're gonna want them to be able to keep it close. So I'd like to be able to run it back with somebody from Charlotte, but I'm not sure. Um, but I, I mean, I love. Pascal Siakam. I wish that he wasn't just center only, but but you know, still, I think that he's just an amazing spot. We've seen big men against Charlotte all year long, just crush, crush them. So Siakam's going to play 38, 40 minutes in this game, and he he's a guy that I would definitely spend 10k on tomorrow. I mean, you know me. You know I have no problem playing a center against Charlotte. I talk about it every every time they're on the slate. I could see Siakam just having a crush game here. Even if the game doesn't stay close, they tend to play these guys until that like six, five, six minute mark in the fourth. Um, I mean, that's just the Toronto rotation, unless this game's way out of hand. But I, I think like if you're playing Siakam, you're looking at like a Rogier Plumley kind of combination. Um, I mean, you could do LaMelo and just hope that like the two studs in this game go bonkers, but it's going to take up a lot of salary cap, even on a seven game slate. And I don't know if LaMelo is going to have the raw points unless he just has that like ceiling game. Uh, because I mean, we do have like Luca who's expected to play, right? Um, I know he's questionable, but I think he's expected to play. Yeah, I think he's expected to come back. Yeah. So, I mean, the Cleveland-Utah game is really interesting, and we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, it's coming up next game, I think. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I think that you could potentially go Siakam Ball. I'm probably going, like, Siakam, Rozier, Plumlee, um, or, like, a P.J. Washington type on the, the Charlotte side of this game. So, moving on, we do. We get to talk about this game. Cleveland at Utah. 227 total. The Cavs, anywhere from three to four on most sports books. There's a three, there's a three and a half, there's a four. Um, so kind of all over the board, but on that number. On the Cleveland side, Ricky Rubio remains out. Wade and Windler out as well. And then on the Jazz side, THT is out. Kelly Olinick out with an ankle sprain. And then Colin Sexton remains out with the right hamstring. Um, I mean, Sexton kind of knew. I mean, we knew that he was going to be out for a couple weeks. Um, Olenek is the big one here. 
you know, that definitely opens up some value. Uh, maybe a Kessler or something. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's go Cleveland first. You know, Mitchell, this is a fantastic spot if this game could stay close. I mean, Utah is one of the best teams in the NBA to target against. They play at a pretty good pace. I think they're 11th in pace and they're 27th in defensive rating. Um, what do we like here for Cleveland? Well, you know, there's always the revenge narrative, right? Uh, coming they already played to... once this year. I mean, I guess oh, they're, they going did. Into, they're going into Utah this time. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Donovan Mitchell's too expensive on paper. I can see it if you really wanted to do it in large field GPPs. But I, I want to attack Utah in the interior. So I, I love getting to, like, a guy like Evan Mobley or Jared Allen. Jared Allen's like, seems just way, way too cheap, 6,200. Um, problem is, is that center is just always such a valuable position, and we've already talked about, like, a couple centers already. But Jared Allen is just way too cheap. So I think he would be my favorite, followed by Mobley, and then I guess uh, like a, a Mitchell in a real large field setting. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think Mobley or Allen at their prices is just too cheap. Um... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think this is a spot like one of these two guys has a, a ceiling game. I don't know how much I play them together. Um, I really like this spot for Allen. I think that with Olenek out. Uh, yeah. Like if it's going, assuming that it would be like a, a Kessler, like this seems like a great spot for Allen to have just kind of a, a ceiling type game. So like Allen at 6,200, Tough to pay this price for Mitchell at 96, but I could definitely see him having a good game if this game stays close. So I think if you're playing Mitchell, you're trying to run it back with like a Clarkson or a marketing, you know, type of game stack because you, you're really going to need someone to show up for Utah and do well um, for Mitchell just to get the fourth, the fourth quarter, really. Uh, Utah side of this game. Cleveland's the worst team to target against. It's just they play at the one of the slowest. They play at the slowest pace in their first and defensive rating. Like it's finally gotten to that point. Like it's been trending that way for weeks, but now it is finally there. Like Cleveland plays at the slowest pace and they have the number one defensive rating. They're a very tough team to target against. Um, outside of a stack, Tim, am I missing something here? Like I know we're going to get some value. 
with either a Vanderbilt or Kessler, whoever kind of starts in this game. Um, but I mean, it's not even like because Olenek was just recently out. It's not even like these guys are extremely cheap. You're not missing anything. Like they're not going to be popping in optimals. They're going to need Vanderbilt size size. They're going to need Kessler's size. The problem with Kessler is that he's center only. And we've just, we already named like five centers in, in four games that we broke down. So uh, yeah, they're going to need him though. And he's only 4,700. I just doubt that in, at the end of the day, uh, Kessler is going to be in an optimal GPP winning lineup. So I would probably just have to pass on Kessler, even if he's going to be playing heavier minutes. I think Mike Conley is kind of interesting just because of the pace of this game. Like it would fit his style well, um, but I don't really want to attack Cleveland. So I don't have really that much interest in him. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just, I can't like end up on anything here on the Utah side. Like I really don't think this game stays close. I mean, I hate trying to project blowouts, but as good as Cleveland is and as bad as Utah is, like, I think the only way I'm getting exposure to this game is like a 1-2 or 2-1 type of game stack. Um, same thing I know. I just, even if head. this game, even if this game does stay close, they're priced high enough, like Marketing's high enough, Clarkson's high enough, Conley's high enough, like they're all priced high enough that they might not exceed, they might not reach like GPP winning upside even in a close game. So I just I highly doubt we will be getting to any Utah. All right, we got Phoenix at Golden State. No total in this game. We do already have some news for this one. Steph Curry is questionable. Jermichael Green is out. Andre Godala is probable. I don't know how much he'll actually play, but he's probable. Um Kaminga is out. And Wiseman is out, and on the Phoenix side, they're 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 really banged up right now. Aiton's questionable with an ankle sprain. Booker is out. Tory Craig has an ankle sprain. He's questionable. Cameron Johnson, Cameron Payne, both out. Chris Paul out, and Shamit questionable. Like we might see some G leaguers here. <laughs> um, there's no line out for this game, but I mean, I'm a, I'm expecting it to be double digits Golden State way when we do get a line for this game. Let's talk Phoenix. It's it's almost impossible to talk about Phoenix until we know if Aiton is going to play. But, I mean, if Aiton is out, there's just going to be so many minutes here. Like, a Washington junior is going to play a bunch of minutes. A Damian Lee going up against Golden State. Dario Sarge, like, a lot of minutes. A lot of cheap minutes in this game, depending on like, if, if you're Phoenix, how do you play Aiton in this game? You just say, all right, this is a punt. We're, we're moving on to the next one. Like I, I there's no yeah. way I'm playing Aiton in this game. Yeah, no, no chance. Uh, I completely agree with you. It, and it's definitely going to be Dwayne Washington jr. Season tomorrow. Uh, it's, he's going to be yep. like super, super chalky point guard, shooting guard, 4,200. Going to play probably all the minutes he can handle, even in a blowout. Like, how could they even take him off the court? Um, so he is probably going to be your, you know, 60% cash game or 60%, you know, in GPPs, cash game lock. Um, you know, I don't see really any sense in getting away from it. Golden State plays at the uh, at the fastest pace in basketball. So, yeah, like this is this is a pretty good spot. And 
and I think Dwayne Washington is going to is going to crush the forty two hundred dollar price tag. I like him and Lee a lot. Um, Damian Lee, thirty four hundred. He's just gonna he's gonna need to play a lot of minutes in this game, especially like if Shamit gets ruled out as well. Like, I mean, if Aiton's out, ton of interest in Sarge. Um, if Shamit gets ruled out, ton of interest in Lee. Regardless, I have interest in Washington. Um, I mean, he's just going to play as many minutes as he can handle here. If Shamit plays at 5K, this might be a game he gets up like 15 to 20 shots. Um, so it could potentially be a, an interesting pivot. And Bridges is going to shoot a lot in this game as well um, at 6,200. I just, I mean, he's probably one of the first guys off the court if this game gets ugly. I mean, that's my only concern with Bridges. And don't forget about guys like, you know, like Jocelyn Dale, too, uh, who might be like a pivot away from Dwayne Dedman, uh, who's in like an earlier game. And if like we don't know if Aiton's playing at 10 o'clock Eastern time, you might want to hold out and see if you can get like, uh, you know, a, a Phoenix center instead, because they're going to be really, really, really short on bodies. So this might be worth like holding out for. All right, the Golden State side, I mean, especially if Curry comes back, everyone healthy here. Um, I mean, Wiggins is back now. Like, these prices are priced like Wiggins and Curry's out. I struggle to get any exposure in this game to Golden State outside of maybe, like, see, I don't even know if I can go, like, DiVincenzo with everyone back. Um, maybe Anthony Lamb just getting garbage time run as well. Like, I, I just, I struggle with Golden State here. I, I feel like we won't be playing a lot of Golden State tomorrow. I think Curry's going to be coming back. I think Clay will be back. Um, you know, I think that they're going to be getting healthy, and it's just not – I don't think this is a good spot. I mean, it's a, it's a good spot, but they're just they're just too healthy, and there's no standout salaries that I want to, like, you know, that really stick out. So – uh. I kind of like your call, though, for a large field setting to kind of figure out, like, a Ty Jerome or a Lamb, like somebody who plays in, like, a massive blowout. Uh, I think that would be interesting for, like, a 150 setting, but not something that I'll be touching for, like, a single entry type format. All right, we got Orlando at Portland. No, no total for this game. Uh, I mean, okay, I say no total. One book has this game up as Portland minus seven and a half at a two thirty total. So there you go. Um, Orlando's on the second end of a back to back. Portland will be without Little and Winslow, but Nurkic and Gary Payton both probable. Um, the Orlando Magic. Good luck figuring out who we're looking at in and out here, um, especially on the second end of a back to back. The rotations are kind of weird right now. Um, what are your thoughts on Orlando? Yeah, like you said, this is the second night of a back-to-back, so there could be some funny business going on, and hopefully we get that news soon, like before, you know, before that 7.30 window uh, Eastern time, because I would like to get exposure to this game. I would love to play, like, a Bonchero or a Wagner or Carter Jr. Like, this is, like, a pretty decent game environment. Um, but like you said, the rotations are a little wonky and there's not any like standout plays. I think Paul Bowles coming back. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I think he's, 
Yeah, he's supposed he to has, be back. Yeah, so maybe yeah, he's hit Wendell Carter Jr. on the second end. Right. Back -back. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking because Volbol has cleared uh, safety protocols, so he should be back. I would think that there's a possibility that they sit Wendell Carter Jr. Um, maybe that brings uh, Mo Wagner into play, but um, you know, it's just I I want to I want to get exposure to this game, so hopefully we'll get some kind of news because this is a pretty decent, I think this is a pretty decent game environment. Yeah. I mean, I hope we get some news as well. We might not get it until like four or five Eastern a couple hours before lock. But I think if I like, if I had to guess here, Orlando sits Wendell Carter jr. At least um, in this game, at least uh, I mean, that game's still, I think it's in the first half still. So Oh, I'll probably be turning it on um, once we get done. But, I mean, with Anthony healthy now as well, uh, there's a lot of mouths to feed. So, unless people start getting ruled out for Orlando, it's really tough. Um, and then on the Portland side, I mean, this is a fantastic spot for Dame. Like, <laughs> yeah. if Orlando can keep this game close, Dame can have a field day here. Orlando is terrible at defending the three. Um, worst team in the NBA over the last week defending the three small sample size i think they're fifth overall but i mean even if you look at just like tonight's game herder has a couple lyles has a couple i mean they just get shredded from the three-point line um I'm watching on my couch all the time and i'm like what are they doing but anyway um i like dame a lot maybe this is a spot if josh hart was cheaper i could get to him but i mean the problem with portland overall is they're just really expensive um Outside of maybe Dame, like, you know, getting Damian Lillard under 10K is always nice. I was going to say, it feels like to me like Dame is too cheap for this spot. Um, you know, under 10K, 9,500. Um, you know, he he's going to easily shoot the ball twenty over 20 times in this game. So if he gets it going, he's got an easy 60-point upside in this game. So I really like Dame. Um, but the question is, do I like him better than some of the other like higher end options that we've already talked about? I'm not sure. I mean, I still have my eyes kind of on Siakam. Um, if we get some kind of that, you know, Jimmy Butler or Bam, you know, depending on the Miami news, I don't know. But he, Dame is close, and if he's going to be lower owned, then I think he's your your tournament play over those guys. Um, it really comes down to what ownership is going to look like because I, like you said, this is such a good spot. The other Portland players, I really don't have a ton of interest in. I think this is Dame or nothing for me. There's nothing. Uh, Nurkic should be back. Um, I don't think there's really anybody else. They're they're not really priced uh, in a in a fashion that I'd like. This game is wild. Um... <laughs> Jeez. Georgia is smashing. Just absolutely. Like, <laughs> is that your game still on? Yeah, if you're listening live, you'll get my my tweet that I just sent. I said, how's the football game going? Close one. Um, you know that I know, but it's it's always funny to send those tweets out. <laughs> we finish out the slate with Dallas Adelaide taking on the Clippers. I mean, some books don't have a line out for this one, so I'm I'm definitely a little concerned about Luca. It's a a questionable mark on the injury report for ankle soreness. 
Finney Smith remains out. Josh Green is out, and Maxi is still out. And then on the Clippers side of things, Paul George and Luke Kennard are out. Start with Dallas. Everything revolves around Luca. If Luca plays, he's obviously in play. If Luca's out, the they DraftKings. I don't know about FanDuel and Yahoo, but DraftKings made sure that to price these Dallas guys appropriately for Luca. Like if Luca plays, you're not paying eighty six hundred for Christian Wood. You're not paying 7100 for Dinwiddie, um, and you're probably not paying 6K for Hardaway, even though like he's more reasonable. Like if Luca's out, we can have conversations. But if Luca plays, it's really hard to play any of those guys from Dallas. Um, outside of maybe going to like a Reggie Bullock at 3500, playing 30 minutes and sitting in a corner. Yeah, please don't play Reggie Bullock. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, it's all up to Luca. Um, I I think he's going to be coming back. Uh, I, I really like and I applaud what DraftKings did with Dinwiddie and Hardaway's prices. I wish they would be more aggressive doing that with other with other players. So yeah, you're not getting to any of these players if uh, if Luca's in. Um, yeah, this is a tough spot because um, I definitely I, right now I'd like to get to Luca and I'd like to get to Siakam, but there goes you know 22 six of my salary cap right there so we're gonna need to see some uh some real value open up but if i can get to him then yeah i mean i i play luca pretty much every slate uh it kind of reminds me of when russell westbrook was on the thunder uh, i'm sure you remember those days where you just played russ you know yep. um it's kind of it's pretty similar uh it's pretty close i think that luca should just be minimum 13k um and so at 12-6, I still think there's plenty of uh, meat on the bone, as they say. One Chief Justice likes to say yes. that a lot. So, yep. Yep. yeah, I mean, we saw the ceiling, right? Like, his ceiling is just incredible. Um, I mean, this guy went for 110, 80, and 85 in three straight games. Like, it is a seven-game slate. Raw points do matter on a seven-game slate. Not as much as like a four-game slate, but they still matter on a seven-game slate. If yeah. Luca's good to go, he is the top player in the slate. Um, every slate. Every slate. Every slate. What I've noticed the last few times I've played him when he's only gone for, you know, 65, 66, is that he's not even really particularly playing that well. And he's putting up. It's, <laughs> almost, like, it's almost like over 60 is his floor, barring like an injury, you know? So... When I feel like that that that's your floor, I just I can't help but to roster him. So I mean, it's just one of those you just jam him in, and uh, I'm sure that you know by the time ten thirty Eastern rolls around, we'll we'll you know we'll have some value that'll be easier to do. I mean, there's a ton, a ton of value on the slate. Like without news yeah. yet, there's a ton of value. Right. Yeah. I mean, Fe- Phoenix is going to be a ton. Detroit. I mean, yeah. yeah Detroit. Like, there's yeah. a ton of value on the slate. So, yeah. uh, Clippers side of this game. I mean, the one thing that Dallas has really struggled with this season is wing players. If we think Kawhi is going to get 35 plus minutes and put up 20 plus shots with no Paul George, he's the excellent run back option to Luca. Um, I actually, outside of him, I struggle. I mean, you, I think you take shots here, but I think Kawhi is like the main play. Maybe I'm looking at like a Norman Powell or something, but. I think we're going to have better value in other games. And I just play the two studs here. Let them, you know, take me to the promised land at the end of the night. 
Yeah, Dallas plays at the second slowest pace in the whole league. So this is not you don't really we very, very, very rarely want to stream players against Dallas. So I, I I just don't think that there's any reason to roster them. I'm not seeing it. I don't think it's gonna be there. Yeah, I, like I said, I really I like Kawhi. Like if I'm playing Luca, I like Kawhi. If Luca's out, I still like Kawhi. Um, because I'm still going to get some exposure to Dallas if Lucas sits. So uh, definitely an interesting game to kind of finish out the slate. But I mean, this slate's fun. A lot of lot of potential here. Um, yesterday on the podcast, I I mean, I I was I was still thrown off by that Boston Celtics Chicago Bulls total, and I just saw that it like went way under. So it's good mm. to good to be right every once in a while. <laughs> I, like it just it really threw me off yesterday. All right, favorite play. Morning grind game, DraftKings pricing and scoring. Favorite play under five thousand to go seven x today. We have a few. Who do you got today? Dwayne Washington is the cheat code. So, and then Isaiah Stewart. I, actually, is Stewart under five k? No, he's fifty one. Oh, uh, all right. So Dwayne Washington's the easy one. Yep. I mean Washington. Yeah, uh, he should. He should have no problem <laughs> hitting that. Um. I I I'm going to go off the board. I originally had this as my let's get rid GPP play today, but I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna go way off the board here. I'm gonna go Anthony Lamb, Golden State Warriors, 4500, and I think he gets seven X today. Over eight K to go under five X. Who's your bust at the top today? A lot of great options up here today. Uh, Lamelo, like that one. No issues with that. I'm gonna go James Harden. I just don't think this game stays close enough for him to get the full minutes. Um. And if it does, then he probably crushes. So I'm going off of, I don't think he gets his full minutes in this game. Favorite 6X play today. Who do you got? Uh, I'm going to go Pascal Siakam. I like that. I I do. um, I like that one. Gosh, man. I think I'm going to go Allen. Jared Allen, 6,200. Oh, I think yeah, he, that's a really I think he smashes Utah in this spot. I think this is like a 2015 game for him. So that should get him over his fantasy 6X. So I like Allen, Allen a lot. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got today? Jocklindale. Mm. All right. I think that's weird for sure. I'm going to go a little less weird. I'm going to go Mason Plumley. I think at 6K, he'll go really low on this slate. I think they're going to need his size in this one. He plays 30, 35 minutes. He's been a really good point per, point per minute producer. Um, so even in a tougher matchup here against Toronto, I'm going to go Mason Plumley as my let's get weird GPP play of the day. Any bets, um, props, anything standing out to you here night before? Do we have a line on Charlotte, Toronto? I can't remember. Um, Let's see. Yes, it's 231.5, Raptors 7.5. I would go, I like Toronto to cover the 7.5. All right. All right, all right, all right. Um, I'm definitely going to be looking at Allen's point and rebound total for today. It's not up yet. Um, But that's one, like, jumping off the page to me. So that's one I'm going to be looking at for tomorrow. I really like this spot. I just checked again to see if it was up and 
it's it's at 22 and a half right now i don't know what book this is on i'm using scores and odds um it says it's on dk sportsbook so if it's 22 and a half just go take the over on that right now um maybe it's on sleeper i'm gonna pull up sleeper really quick but uh tim any final thoughts before we get out of here no stevie thanks and i hope everybody has a real successful uh tuesday i hope uh, we crush it yeah tuesdays are always fun um usually we get bigger slates i like how they spread it out this week so Allen is at 24 and a half points rebound and assists um they don't have just points and rebound over there on sleeper but they do have it at 31 and a 31.3 fantasy points i like the over on that i like that a lot so i'm going to pair that with siakam over 25 and a half points and that's going to be our morning Ooh. grind sleeper pick for today two for two classic 3x um or all in not classic 3x on our two for two hope everyone if you haven't checked out sleeper grinders code for 100 deposit bonus up to 100 bucks that's going to wrap it up here for tuesday we'll be back tomorrow wednesday talking college football i mean basketball because hopefully these games will be a lot closer <laughs> hope everyone has a fantastic tuesday we'll see you again tomorrow